Hello, and welcome to the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Brian the Boom Corgan, joined as always by Andrew the Diabetic Dynamo Dobes. Hello. And Brendan the Producer Pika. Hey, yo. Guys, welcome in. Today we are breaking down the AFC South and their 2020 season and their prospects yes. for 2021. It is the off season. Mm-hmm. Things are changing. It is hot and heavy in the NFL free agency period. Uh, there's a lot of changes going on. We will address them as they happen. Uh, but really what we are going to do today is kind of break down each team of the AFC South, talk about what we liked, what we didn't like, and what we think of them moving forward. And there's a lot of pretty interesting teams in the AFC South, so I am excited to get into it. Uh, Andrew and Brendan, how has this offseason been to you and your favorite teams so far? Ooh, it's been long. Yeah, it's, it's been, been long. long. I'm ready. Uh, it's been, ready. It's been, it's been like a week. It's been interesting. It's been yeah. A week. It, yeah, it has been a week. Um, what, what's what been happening? Well, I'm pretty hyped because the Vikings just signed Patrick Peterson. So there's that. There's, there's, there's a, a finally a good corner. We've been having a good time in free agency. Andrew and I have been keeping everything, uh, keeping an eye on everything um, yep. since since Monday. And it's been long. So we will we'll definitely yeah. there's going to be some episodes coming out in the future discussing all of these big moves. So it's not this episode, but it's it's going to be coming out soon. So uh, looking forward to that. Looking forward to talking about everything. Nice. Yeah, uh, I'll speak for myself. I am very upset the Packers re-signed Aaron Jones. I knew you would I, be. I love Aaron Jones. He's a super good player, but mm-hmm. I just feel like for that money, we could have improved so much else. And A.J. That's... Dillon would have been fine. So, and you not happy about in, that. In your dynasty league. <laughs> and selfishly in my dynasty league, I'm sad A.J. Dillon mm-hmm. lost all that value. Uh, but that is neither here nor there. Today, we're going to be talking about the AFC South teams. And we'll start with Andrew's favorite team outside the Vikings, the Tennessee yes. Titans. Man, you know, as well, far as it's not my favorite team outside of the Vikings, it's what's your favorite team outside of the Vikings? Probably the Dolphins. Shut up. No, Which is so dang fun. Shut up. No, you've been on the it, Titans. It changes every year. Yeah. Get <laughs> no, out of here. It doesn't Andrew. mean I don't love them. It doesn't mean I don't yeah, love them. It's just not my second favorite team. You're a bad person. Uh, so starting with the Titans, back to real football. <laughs> they finished at the top mm. of their division with 11-5 and five record and lost to the Ravens in the first round of playoffs. Uh, really, as far as top players go, it's Derrick Henry. I mean, this is the Derrick Henry show. They feed him early and often, uh, which makes him, you know, the fantasy superstar he is. You know, I think there are legitimate questions about his, his usage. Uh, and how long he can do it. You know, at the, be- at the beginning of his career, he was behind DeMarco Murray. So he really doesn't have the tread on his tires yeah. as most other running backs do. But he has had a ton of work. And he doesn't show any signs of slowing down. So I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to be a fear monger. But I think there are legitimate questions with how much beating a regular person can take before they break down. Uh, he is superhuman. So I think it is a different metric. But Mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you. I would be worried about Derrick Henry. You know, he proves me wrong year after year, but one of these years I'll be right. Yeah. One of these years is going to fall off. Um, Derrick Henry last 
last season, uh, over 2000 yards, 17 rushing TDs as well. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to fall off eventually. I don't know when that's going to happen. Um, I know Titans dumping a, a couple of their, their top receiving players is not going to help Derrick Henry's case. Um, but yeah, he's, he's really the, the main guy that their entire game plan is based around him. So I could see one or two more good seasons out of him, but that's that's really about it. Yeah, and outside of that, you know, Tannehill is their quarterback for mm-hmm. the future, uh, and he is good enough to get it done outside of Henry. You know, yeah. they are the most play-action heavy team, and they are very successful at mm-hmm. that. Tannehill is good enough to be effective, and Henry is good enough to dominate the field. So yeah. they did lose Giannu Smith to the Patriots. So I yep. think there is a, a big question mark at, at tight end. Um, but Corey Davis, man, they also well. lost Corey Davis. Yeah. So there are quite a few question marks. AJ Brown is a legit wide receiver one. So they do have that aspect locked down, but this passing offense will look different this season. I'm curious to see how they handle it, but yeah, not a huge amount of turnover. So as far as offensive, you know, outside obviously of Gianni Smith and Corey Davis, I think we'll continue to see Henry Tannehill, uh, you know, and AJ Brown being absolute studs. That's about it, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right now, you know, I can see a tight end emerging and being a a legit factor in this offense. Mm -hmm. Uh, As far as what they need to improve on, you know, one is tight end. (laughs) That's yeah. That's a big thing. Gianna Smith is a stud. You know, I. I know tight end is such a weird area right now, but I think Jonu mm-hmm. Smith is a legitimate stud at tight end. So they obviously yeah. need to address that, especially after losing their wide receiver two on this team. Uh, man, what they need to improve on, you know, I'd really say defense. defense. You know, that's where they struggled uh, this past thing. season. So I won't focus too much on it because that's not what we're here to I discuss. Could, I could give but, a little quick, quick, quick stat. Uh, okay. They had the third least amount of sacks last year, just behind the Cincinnati Bengals and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jadavian Clowney, their big guy, their big number one, zero sacks for the year. A big old goose egg. So that did not work out for them. They need to <laughs> pressure the quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Little things like that. Uh, mm-hmm. So that is what's holding this, this team back. Um, but I think they're going to go right back to the well with the exact same game plan yep. that they've had yep. these last two years. So that makes me excited from a fantasy football perspective. That is, that is easy to decipher. Uh, offseason moves, I don't think anything of note yet, other than those losses. Uh, yeah. As far as their 2020 performance, you know, I think in fantasy football, I'd say an A. Man, I Tannehill was a legit, consistent uh, quarterback option. Derrick Henry was a legit wide receiver running back one and mm-hmm. AJ Brown was a legit wide receiver one. So truly fantasy football, I give him an A real life football. I give him an A, you know, this is a yeah. team that's really they found their football. mojo. Yeah, I would, uh, I would go, I would go, I'm just going a minus just because, you know, I'm a stickler. I'm a defensive guy <laughs> and their defense wasn't that great. That's what uh, gives them the minus, but you know, top of their division, they made it to the playoffs. They, they just look really solid. They, they know what works for them, and they're sticking with it. So kudos to them, A- and an A from us. There you go. I dig it. Uh, next up, we have the Indianapolis Colts, uh, the team I am most excited to talk about today. 
Uh, with regard yeah. to their 2020 season, they finished the season with a record of 11 and five at the end of their season and finished mm-hmm. second in the division. Uh, they had Philip Rivers from the LA Chargers uh, and they made it to the playoffs. Uh, they lost to the Bills. This is a really good Colts team. They are well rounded. Uh, just it. a, I think this Love is it. probably my favorite team in the NFL outside of the Packers right now. I love the way they go about just, their business. Yeah, just to watch. It's so interesting. Yeah. No, they're, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't want to fanboy too much. Um, stellar defense. They have a fantastic yeah. O-line that they built for Andrew Luck. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they drafted a stud running back in Jonathan Taylor. You know, that was something that they missed. And he really developed towards the end yep. of the season and showed, you know, he is a legit running back one. And behind this O-line, he's a force to be reckoned with. A huge question mark they had in Mm -hmm. 2020 was pass catchers. You know, Michael Pittman, you know, he showed flashes. I wouldn't say he showed he was a dominant receiver. Yeah, Uh, T.Y. Hilton was a massive, massive disappointment. Yep. Zach Pascal, Paris Campbell. Campbell Just a whole lot of question marks. You know, tight ends were heavily involved. Mm Moali Cox. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So... You know, I, I really like this team. I think they really are built for success. And Frank Reich, I think, is one of the best coaches in the NFL. I so, agree. Yep. You know, what they did right is really develop a solid team around Philip Rivers. You know, he was their biggest liability. And mm-hmm. I think they got the most out of him that they could. Um, but, you know, what they did right, they're running. They established that that dominant running game with a good defense. Yeah, that's proven to be really effective in the NFL. And we've seen that these past couple seasons be a really good recipe. Yeah, I I agree. It's and then you move on. I thought you okay. <laughs> yeah, what what they knew to improve on um, is the next thing, and we basically covered that. You know, you just need some pass catchers. You traded for Carson Wentz, which I think Colts got a pretty good deal out of that. Wentz looked iffy last season. Actually, he looked terrible last season. But reuniting him with Frank Reich, I think, is a really solid move for his career. So you just got to, you know, give them all the help you can bring in a lot of receivers. I wouldn't say a lot, but, you know, bring in a, a big name like a like a Will Fuller. That's really going to help Carson Wentz. That's really going to help the Colts as a whole. Because like you said, defense is great. Run game is great. Offensive line is great. Just got to fix the passing game. Then you're set. Yeah, I'm really glad you brought up Carson Wentz. I am a huge Wentz believer, and I I was really, really hoping he made his way to the Colts. Um, You know, I think he's displayed that he is a above average quarterback. Um, You know, do I think he's in the Deshaun Watson tier? No, no, I don't think he's there, Uh, but I think he might be the best of the Mm, rest. Okay. Um, You know, he really has displayed Pro Bowl level skills. You know, he was in an MVP race a couple of years ago. And look at what he was working with in Philly. It was, was bad. garbage. It was really I mean, bad. his wide receivers were arguably the worst in the NFL. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I'll give him a pass with that. You know, bad O-line. I mean, just a lot of things wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think he has a great opportunity here with the Colts. He's back with Frank Reich, who was his coach. Terrific. Uh, when he was a MVP. Yeah, 2017. Contender. So I think he can have a very nice revival uh, with the Colts. Mm-hmm. And I think they are going to get their franchise player. You know, I think he is a little bit of Andrew Luck light. You know, he can make okay. those tough throws. You know, he does have that high football IQ. And he's a little more slippery than people give him credit for. So, 
I think he's the exact type of player that this team was built for. You know, he can make those tough throws and he can be, you know, a mistake adverse player. Yeah. You know, he is what this was built for. You know, Philip Rivers, they were trying to fit a square peg in a round hole. They did a pretty good job. They almost got it. Yeah. But Carson Wentz is exactly what would fit best with this team. So I'm really excited to see what they can do. Um, you know, like you mentioned, they need to improve on their pass catchers. You know, they T.Y. Hilton is not a mm-hmm. world beater. Uh, I don't necessarily like the Wolf Fuller uh, addition because I think they need a wide receiver who can actually yeah. be there and not be suspended. I was thinking of uh, I was just thinking <laughs> um, of top but wide no, you know if Kenny Kenny Galladay yeah that's a great yeah I mean if Kenny Galladay goes there I mean that would just be such a game changer mm-hmm. I mean or draft another wide receiver yeah. you know that Pittman you know he has promise so really excited for this Colts team they need to improve the pass catchers. Because honestly, right now, it's not a whole lot better than what he had in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so we'll see what they end up with. Um, you know, grade for 2020, I'll give them a B plus. You know, they took another big step forward. You know, this is a team on the upward swing. You know, this, this division, this uh, conference, this is up for grabs. Um, you know, Jaguars, Texans, they're kind of laughing stocks. Yeah. Uh, Colts yep. and Titans, I'd say they're on the same level right now. Titans have an edge because of their their pass catchers, mm-hmm. but you know it would not surprise me if Colts become that dominant team in this division again. So I, I love the Colts. B plus, nothing but upward trajectory for Frank yeah, Reich. I got to agree with you there. I, I'm giving a B plus as well. I mean, like you said, they are right up there with the Tennessee Titans. I mean. They both finished with the same record of 11 and five Titans just had more divisional wins and that's why they finished first. So Colts surprised me this season. I know you had a lot of faith in them and uh, kudos to you because that was that was a great pick. I mean, they're they're a solid quarterback away from Thank you from, you know, being real playoff contenders. So very excited moving forward. Hopefully Carson Wentz is the answer. Um, I know that he will perform at his best under Frank Reich. So very much looking forward to next season. Maybe next season they'll uh, they'll get an A, but we'll have to we'll have to find out. Can't wait. Yeah, I mean, truly, if Carson Wentz is a third as yeah. good as I think he can be, yep. I think they're an A. You know, they're playoff contenders right now. Uh, and I think they're legit Super Bowl contenders if Carson Wentz shows any competency at all, which mm-hmm. which I think will be there. Uh Speaking of not competent, <laughs> uh, next up is the Here Houston Texans. Uh, let's recap what they were looking at in their 2020 season. They traded DeAndre Hopkins to the Cardinals before the season. They finished with a 4-12 and record, fired Bill O'Brien midway through the season. Uh, and this is a team that is in a just disastrous situation. Yep. Deshaun Watson has said he wants O-U-T out. Mm-hmm. J.J. Watt left. <laughs> Will Fuller, free agent. He does not want to be Ugh. back. You know, this is this is rough for the Texans. You know, they are losing. They're losing everything that's precious to them. Um, you know, there's so many things to break down. So as far as losing their, their talent, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, J.J. Watt, Deshaun Watson said he won't play another snap for the Which Texans. Which I agree. So I, whether or not that's true, there's a disgruntled quarterback. That's gross. Mm-hmm. This is not a good situation talent-wise. Um, so really, it's Deshaun Watson and Brandon Cooks. 
If nothing changes, it's Deshaun Watson, Brandon Cooks, David Johnson, maybe. Um, yeah, you know, yikes. and that's not fair. David Johnson looked. People kind of give him crud for this previous season. He was a pretty solid running back too. You know, he didn't go out there and crush it, but you know, he was a decent, decent piece in fantasy football. So yeah, he didn't. You know, let's didn't give some love where love is due. But ah. Uh, Man, this is gross. They did sign Tyrod Taylor to a above average backup quarterback yep. contract. So that'll be interesting to see uh, what happens with Deshaun because that will truly change everything. Mm-hmm. If Deshaun's there, Brandon Cooks is a sneaky good pick. If Watson's not there, this is going to going to be Avoid. a dumpster fire yeah, team. Absolutely. Bad Avoid. on offense, bad on defense. And, you know, the the new coaching staff that they hired. I don't know what the heck is going on. It's the head coach that they picked out of Baltimore. Um, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't even know his name. Culla, Colin, yeah, something. It, but he oversaw the wide receivers for the Ravens last season. Yep. Who had historically <laughs> one of the worst wide receiver cores ever. The best part about the Ravens, they're wide receivers. Yeah. So just a lot of head scratching, head scratching decisions. I you know, it's one thing to lose talent, but it's another thing to hire a bad coaching staff. So, you know, I don't want to project disappointment, but I think this is the least inspiring coaching staff you'd be you you could find. I mean, there's oh yeah, yeah, just unbelievable. You know, as excited as we are about the Jets to be good, you know, that's how much we project the Texans to be bad. Leadership, talent, be it bad. is a dark yep. hole. Uh, I think Texans are in trouble as far as top players, you know, from this Mm -hmm. past season, Will Fuller, Deshaun Watson, Brandon Cooks were studs. You know, Brandon Cooks has done nothing but display. He can get it done no matter what system he's in. Will Fuller, you know, granted, Mm -hmm. he's suspended for taking performance enhancers, but he played like he was on performance enhancers. (laughs) He played great. Uh, And Watson (laughs) proved. Yeah. 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 And, And Watson proved he's a beast. You know, with crap around mm. him, losing DeAndre Hopkins, he's still a top flight quarterback. Uh, David Johnson, you know, like I mentioned earlier, you know, he wasn't setting any records. But, you know, like I projected, he was better than Carlos Hyde two years ago. <laughs> and Carlos Hyde was a legit yeah. RB2. So David Johnson, mm-hmm. he wasn't winning any sexy contests, but he put in the work week in, week out. And he wasn't really a weakness for your fantasy team. So. You know, it'll be interesting to see what that looks like this upcoming season. Do they bring in, you know, uh, you know, a person to fight for snaps with him? Is it still the David Johnson show? He did restructure his contract um, to be a, a good team player. <laughs> but no, there's a lot of harm that they have to get through. So, you know what they did right? I don't have a whole lot. Not much. You know, they have Deion, they have Deshaun Watson. That's it. Yep. What they need to improve on? Everything. 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 Um, you know, grade, I'd say F. You know, everything that could go wrong did go wrong this past season. Yeah. Yeah, I would uh I, I would probably give it a, a D minus. Uh, I do not believe Deshaun Watson. It, it's gonna get worse too, because Deshaun Watson's not gonna be the quarterback for the Texans next year. It's gonna be uh basically a game of chicken on well, who's gonna who's gonna back down first between the Texans organization or Deshaun Watson? 
And I think the Texans have more to lose than Deshaun Watson. So I, I think that if I if they want to be smart, they need to just accept that Deshaun Watson is no longer going to be part of the team and trade for some draft picks because that's what you need. You don't have a first round this year, so you're not going to be great going into next season, especially if you don't get rid of Watson. You know, then you are you still don't have a lot of cap space and your best quarterback sitting on the bench. So I'm giving it a D minus just because there was little bits that I enjoyed from the season, like Will Fuller. And like you said, David Johnson was a top 20 running back. So a solid RB two. But other than that, absolutely garbage. So they got to improve on almost any position, defense, tight end, need a receiver. You should look for another quarterback because Tyrod Taylor is not your answer. And uh, yeah, just your entire defense. So. D minus D minus. I think that is being generous. Uh, finally, today we have the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, you know, we like to laugh. Jaguars, 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 yep. Jaguars. You know, there's different pronunciations depending where from this great, uh, great world. I was going to say great country, but depending where in the world you are, you mm-hmm. can pronounce it differently. Uh, they finished last in their division and last in the NFL. With a one in fifteen record, they peaked week one. <laughs> um, yeah, that was that was rough. They started three different quarterbacks last season, and they have the number one overall pick. Mm-hmm. And everybody expects them to take Trevor Lawrence, absolutely, which I agree with. Yep, I think that is the play from this past season. Their top players, man, it was James Robinson, big time. I, I think that was the the lone bright spot yep. on this offense, uh, and he delivered. You know, he had a few people ahead of him before the season who were out because of COVID, you know, just ended up getting traded or suspended. Everything broke right. And as that undrafted you know, rookie, he showed up to work. Um, you know, before the season, you know, he was somebody I was kind of keeping my eye on yep, because of, you, were. you know, the, the COVID issues. And I was fortunate that in um, in all of my leagues, I was able to pick up James Robinson. And they did a little personality profile on him before the first game of the season. And they just said he is the most humble, hardworking kid. And that's what I look for. Yeah. You know, I remember before David Johnson's breakout season, he was a farm boy from Iowa. You know, it's that that hardworking mentality. You know, undrafted doesn't mean anything to him. Mm -hmm. You know, James Robinson went in and he went to work. He had, I think it was 96% of the team's rushing uh, which is incredible. You know, that's, that's exactly insane. what you want. Yeah. Uh, and he really showed huge potential. You know, there is, you know, especially in dynasty leagues, there's a lot of risk associated with undrafted, uh, undrafted pieces, mm. especially running backs, because they are pretty replaceable. But I think he showed enough to show that he deserves a shot. And a new coaching team or new coaching staff is in place. Uh, Shad Khan was able to recruit Urban Meyer, the legendary college football coach. Good sign. To Good coach sign. in the NFL. You know, he mm-hmm. is the head of the Jaguars. Yep. I think that's a great sign. You know, I, I love that. I think that is a splashy signing that they needed. And I think he has the Good confidence, move. the skills, and the swagger to help get this team back on track. They have a ton of cap space. They have draft picks. Mm-hmm. And they have an owner who just wants to win. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I, I think this is a team on the rise. Um, you know, I, I'm trying to think how to not keep this too political. But, you know, fascism 
gets a lot done. You know, it may not <laughs> might not always be good, but if you have that dictator in charge, you know, oh, they can move man. the needle, positive or negative. If Urban Meyer is a good fascist, this could be a playoff team in three or four years. Uh, and I think it starts with Trevor Lawrence. Yep. Um, you know, they did sign. Uh, please correct me if I'm wrong. Yes. Yeah, so they signed Carlos Hyde uh, and fantasy Twitter, fantasy, um, mm-hmm. the industry are pretty split on what that means. Personally, yeah, I could worried. not be more excited. The fact that they drafted such a and they signed him for, I think it was it, yeah. some low contract, like a couple years, it was $2 million, mm-hmm. really nothing in the grand scheme of things. So I'm thrilled really to me what that indicates is, you know, they just yep. needed depth. They needed somebody behind mm-hmm. James Robinson. So I think Robinson, I think that signing proves he is the way. Uh, and, you know, if they would have signed a big name or indicated that they want to draft yep. somebody high, that could be pretty dangerous. But this signing really installed some confidence in me uh, that James Robinson is is the path forward. Yeah. Uh, like you indicated, they did also sign Marvin Jones. Good, good move. Who I think is a really, really underrated player. Absolutely. Uh, and yep. alongside DJ Chark, you know, I think that's some some good capital for Trevor mm-hmm. Lawrence to work with in his first season. Yeah. I, uh, um, you I know, was... what they need to improve on, you know, obviously quarterback. Yeah. I mean, number one overall, they they got that figured out. I also want them to get a tight end. I was really hoping a player like Hunter Henry or Janu Smith would go to Jacksonville. But for some reason, Patriots just decided to take both of them, which is really confusing. But uh, I would like another tight end. I know how much you love Tyler Eifert, but I do not think that he is uh, the tight end for this team. You're, they're kind of running out of good tight ends, though. You still got Jared Cook, Kyle Rudolph, but like that's, I'm still you know, waiting that's to hear it. Good tight ends. Trey Burton, like those are the top tight ends now. So, <laughs> so you know, it's it, it, a good move picking up Marvin Jones because you you're losing D.D. Uh, Westbrook, you're losing Chris Conley, and you're losing um, Keelan Cole. So you need a wide receiver two or wide receiver three, depending on how you rank Lavisca Chenault. Um, but yeah, otherwise, yeah, I he, love he's, he's going to be amazing. Otherwise, just improve your defense, but you got a good offensive line. You got a great running back. You're going to get a good quarterback with some decent receivers. So just improve that defense and you're actually looking like a, a capable team. I mean, you're going to finish above the Houston Texans, so that's good, but you know, they, they got a chance of, yeah, of going even, I would say. Um, quick question for you though: Would you ra- what team are you more excited for, the New York Jets or the Jacksonville Jaguars? That's a really good question. Uh, purely emotional, I would say Jaguars. I'm Ooh. just so excited that they have just a little piece of hope. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not to say that the Jets aren't, but I mean the Jaguars have never had their moment in the sun. They finally have a sexy head coach signing. They don't have Doug Marone anymore. You know, I I like it. You know, it really is as close to a blank slate as you are ever going to get. Mm -hmm. Um, So I am a huge fan. You know, Jaguars have never been the prettiest bell of the ball. Uh, I think that's what I'm excited for. I think this is finally a chance for them to show that they are an NFL team. And please stop laughing at us. (laughs) Awesome. I love that. Love that answer. So excited. 
Um, <laughs> overall grade, I'm I'm going to go first on this one. I'm going to give them uh, just because it's last season. I'm going to give them a I got I got to give them a D minus. Yeah, just because the offense <laughs> is James Robinson. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean I agree with you. I'm going to say a D. Um, you know, like like we said, they started three different quarterbacks. They were obviously just seeing what they had on their roster and trying not to win too many games. They know they're in a rebuild, and that's what they're doing. So that's a D with their eyes towards the prize. Trevor Lawrence should be their savior. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what does Jesus and Trevor Lawrence have in common other than the long, the long hair? Oh, dang it. Being a savior. Dang. So <laughs> there you go. Uh, you know, can he bring Jaguars, you know, a step closer to the Super Bowl? I sure think so. Uh, well, Andrew, man, that wraps up our our uh, AFC mm-hmm. South preview here. I do want to ask of these four teams. I'm trying to think how to phrase this question. You know, obviously we love the Titans and the Colts. Yeah. Who do you think? Who do you think wins this next season? Who do you think wins this division? And who do you think comes in second? I I'm gonna give the top of the division to the Indianapolis Colts just because I think if you look in terms of how they're improving, I I, I see Indianapolis Colts, I think they've gotten better already. I think they've gotten better. I think Carson Wentz is a great pickup. Um, You you need another receiver, but, you know, I just think that losing top receivers like Corey Davis and Janu Smith for the Tennessee Titans hurts them a lot. So, uh, yeah, another year of Derrick Henry as well. Yeah. You know, it's, it's another year older, another year of teams trying to figure out how to stop them. So I, I'm going to go with the Colts um, j- just because I feel like they have more upside. Yeah, I dig it. I'm right there with you. Uh, Colts one, Titans two. Yep. And that wraps up and our AFC South. <laughs> Everyone, thank you so much for tuning in, especially in the offseason. We know that means you are committed or related to us. We appreciate you either way. We are here to bring you our interpretation of what's going on. Stick with us. We will get you ready for the 2021 season. Thank you again so much for listening. We'll be there for you next time. We've been there for you before. We'll be there for you in the future. Barely Athletic is the way, and we look forward to seeing you next time.